Hello and I love you and it is Mackin and it is me and my name's Mackin and welcome to my podcast. It's called Happy Sad Talk Thing and guess what? This is what it is. How we doing y'all? I was having a rough go of it last week. I'm, ha- I'm feeling a little bit better right now. This is a thoughts and feelings podcast by the way. Hardcore chit chat. Experimenting with hardcore chit chat as the tagline. How we feel about hardcore chit chat. I feel like it's a nice summary of what the show is about. Just thoughts and feelings. Okay, let's pitch, let's pitch some taglines for the show. I feel like I had, I had a couple like, oh, it's a free, it's a, uh, fuck, free form. It's a free form interview. Ah, fuck. It's like a free form casual conversation interview style podcast. Centered around thoughts and feelings and creative individuals. God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Listen, happy, sad talk thing. That's the fucking tagline, okay? I thinking stuff. I'm, I'm so sad. I'm so excited and other stuff. And also, I know someone else and they're having all these same different ones, feelings and thoughts. And I want to hear theirs. And today we have my very nice, cool friend, uh, Isabella Price, on the podcast. So I'm excited uh, to get to that conversation in a bit. Uh, She's an awesome poet. And uh, she has her own podcast. It's nice. We're fucking spreading the podcast revolution. Um, It's just starting now. I don't know if you guys have heard about podcasts. Hey, hey, podcast listener, you got to check out some of these podcasts that are out there. So funny, some of them. So, I'm in the process of recording some music, and I've converted one corner of my bedroom into a vocal station, a a little booth. I've put up some couch cushions kind of in the windowsill to block out the sound of the highway that is by my bedroom, and I've like turned a bookcase around. I've made this little fort that is very fun. But it blocks the sunlight. Um, and I've kind of left it up. I could take it down in the night and then put it back up, but it's like I'm fucking doing in a door rat. Um and I thought it was just I thought I was gonna be able to get all the recording done I needed to in a few days. It's taken more like a few weeks, and it is I am feeling the I am feeling like, you know, like the windows are boarded up in my heart a little bit, you know, just a little like, ah! not, not very connected to outside, not very connected to the sun right now, staying up a little too late. I feel, I guess like a little worm isn't the right word. Goblin maybe. Yeah. I feel like a little grom. I'm just like a little guy. That's okay. I'm hunched over and I'm going, ah! I want a frozen burrito. You guys know that guy? I want a frozen burrito. It's two o'clock in the morning. I should go to bed, but I want to play more games. I should make a frozen burrito. I guess what I'm describing is the lockdown. And probably a little bit of depression. 
Yeah, probably a little depression. It was rough last week. I, I'm feeling better now. I just so everybody knows I'm on the ups. Um, last week was hard, and I, I th- no even big inciting incident. You know, no like, oh, got some bad news. Made me sad. I think it was just kind of the. Over- I was feeling overwhelmed. Just in general, pandemic. Blues, etc. The world's closed. I want to see my friends, and I'm—I have no control over anything. Type of frustration, probably not relatable. I might be the only one experiencing isolation and uh, feeling disconnected, and like the world. There's so many things going on. So, what I wanted to just talk about briefly before we get to. A, what is a great interview conversation freeform <laughs> hardcore chit chat before we get to the chit chatting the chitting and the chatting i so i cried on thursday first time i cried in a long time i used to cry a lot i feel like in college i cried a lot as a kid i cried a lot I'm judging the amount of crying that I'm doing is basically what I'm saying. I've been on antidepressants for the last like three, four years. I still feel very connected to my emotions. And that's something I talk with my psychiatrist about. I'm like, is this making me not feel stuff that I should be feeling? I don't think that is what's happening. That is always my fear before going on medication. Um, If you're experiencing depression and you like want to talk more about what that looks like, Freaking hit me up, macandcarol at gmail.com. I'm happy to talk with you about that. Uh, it's not right for everyone, but hey, medication can help. This is certainly helps a lot of people, including myself. Anyways, I don't know if I'm getting older. I don't know if I'm getting more cynical. Whatever. I feel emotional. I'm an emotional guy. Uh, I don't do big cry anymore. I haven't had a big cry in a long time. And the thing is, I want to do the cry. I want to do the big cry. I was feeling so overwhelmed um, on Thursday, and I wanted to do the big cry. And I was getting right up there. I was getting right up there. Right up to the door of a fucking weep, a fucking, you know, deluge of tears. I'm talking freaking baboosh. (laughs) I couldn't... I, you know, you know when you like have to cry and then some tears just kind of leap out of your face. I had that moment just of a few tears of a, just the initial sort of like, ah, you know, and I wanted the floodgates to open. I wanted to release. I wanted to have that cathartic freaking big thing, you know, the flood and didn't really happen. I mean, it was still like the, 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 the climax, I guess. Uh, the point of like, that was the most intense and I've kind of felt lighter since. But damn, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm asking you podcast listener, my best friend, uh, when's the last time you fucking wept, you know? And why do I, you know, I feel like it's, it's so romantic in a way too, crying. Um, whether it's like reading about like John Lennon recording his solo album and being like, well, he was weeping all the whole time he was making it or whatever. Um, or reading about different uh, 
Buddhists or monks that meditate and are able to get to this place of vulnerability where they just start to weep and that that's truly meditating. And if you have not wept, then you have not yet begun to meditate. And so there's certainly like a, I don't know if it's like a, yeah, there's like a competitiveness or like an ego around like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm fucking cr-, like sad, sad flexing, I guess. Um, or I don't know if it's like vulnerability bragging or something. I don't know. The point is, what is, what is authentic, you know, authentically relating to what emotions come up. And I don't know like what kind of block is in the way. And I guess that's what, where the meditating comes in is like trying to like untangle those knots. So if there is some sort of like thing keeping you from feeling some pain, that you could feel it and process it and let it go. Um, and I've, ah, man, I just, I don't feel like removed from what I'm feeling, but I, sometimes I, I guess I want to cry more and I can't do cry more. What are you going to do? What are you going to do y'all? Not crying right now. I'll I'll tell you that much. No, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good though. I got a, a nice week ahead of me. Sunday, chilling, and I'm sending you my love. And yeah, wherever you are in your life, in your times, if you're crying, I love you. If you're not crying, I love you. If you're almost crying or just crying a little bit, hey, guess what? You guessed it. I love you. That's right. All right, sweet ones. Um, This is Isabella Price. She is great. She writes incredible poems. We got to do some cool poetry workshops together um, over the summer, a couple summers ago. And she's an inspiration. She's someone who is also very uh, vulnerable in a way uh, as an artist and, and sharing that and also as a person on the internet. Um and with her new podcast, Give Space. Go check it out. Um, we will talk more about that as we get into the podcast. Um, but yeah, she's just dropping hella insights on the tip of, yeah, being a human being in this life and times right now. But also uh, the thing that I've been thinking a lot about and probably the theme of most of the guests of this podcast is like, creative 20-something person trying to figure out how to support themselves and also uh, create art that they care about. Um, And I think we have a cool conversation about it. Um, She's also a delight. And so let's get to that. Hey, Plane, shut up! Oh, my God. I asked them not to do this today. I'm going to be texting the Plane group chat about this. Okay, and we gotta get to the show, and I love you all. Goodbye. Are we going? We're, we're already recording. We're 50 seconds in.
said this. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. We're, I'm gonna do a quick 360 and then we're gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> Isabella! <laughs> what the fuck is up? Hey. Can I cuss how on you doing? your podcast? I, you get one. I cuss on so mine a lot, honestly. <laughs> Every, I, get, I have to pay per cuss. No, on you the don't. Internet. Yeah. So, fuck, fuck, fuck. That just cost me $300. Lying. I'm lying. I'm doing a lie. We can say whatever we want on here. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um... I do, I do swear a lot on here, and it's... I've, like, sworn a lot my whole life, and I, I, like, don't know if I can't. Yeah. I, like, I do, like, music lessons with kids online, Mm -hmm. and that has been a challenge, too. It's only happened like once or twice where I've like accidentally dropped an F-bomb with an 11-year-old. <laughs> but just oh. not like at, just being like, fuck yeah, Kai, that was great. Okay. <laughs> and then trying to you backtrack. You just keep going. You just like are, you don't even like recognize that it happened. You don't apologize. You don't say anything. You just keep going. Honestly, that's the I way did to cuss. Say, I, <laughs> I did say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. And he was like, for what? And I was like, I Anyway, I, I made too big of a deal of it. <laughs> well, that's sweet. That's sweet. Honestly, but I forget I... that it does. Sorry, go on. Go on. I want to hear it. I want to hear the story. No, I'm. It's just I forget that some people it does like truly make them upset. Like it's it's something that I can't wrap my head around. Like because it doesn't make me upset. Yeah. But I. It would be a struggle, I guess. Like if if swearing really did make you upset. Yeah. And you were, like, not able to listen to most podcasts. (laughs) I mean, I agree. My last episode that I did was called The Art of Doubt. And I was just talking about how different stories in my life have contributed to me doubting myself and, like, what it just feels like to be, you know, an artist and a vulnerable person in this world. And I got a review. Funny enough, for my boyfriend, he was like, you said fuck so much. And, like, I back you. Like, go for it. But at one point, I was like, are you just cussing to cuss? Or are you cussing because you're actually hyped up right now? And I was like, honestly, I can't really tell you because it was in the moment. But I I support everyone out here just dropping the F-bomb whenever they need to. Like, get it. Do it. Except with kids, maybe. I don't know. Get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, there is, like, a a juvenile part of me that just like wants to be able to say like butt and ass <laughs> whatever i love your podcast i i got to listen to two episodes this morning it was a real treat and Thank what a you. joy it is to like talk to another podcaster for sure it's like i i love the the energy you bring to your podcast it's it's so thoughtful it's so like vulnerable in a really uh way that i feel is useful in terms of like i feel like you're sharing stuff that i'm i'm like oh this is this is good this doesn't just seem like uh she's doing this for herself yeah uh it seems like like you're you're offering a lot and uh I, I loved the two episodes I listened to. I listened to the first one, and I listened to the one with your partner. Oh, and <laughs> that one. That one in particular was just so special, and I'm I'm so curious to hear about what podcasting has been like for you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for, one, having me on. Two, it feels so nice to talk to a fellow podcaster, because it's wild. Yes. It really is just this 
<laughs> crazy vulnerable but freeing experience of just saying whatever's on your mind. And like, that's the thing, like what you were saying, where you feel like I'm offering a lot up. I started the podcast for such quote unquote selfish reasons. Like I needed the podcast. I I needed it. the, the, The name is give space. I needed to give myself some space to just air out what was going on in my mind? Because like 2020 was the fucking craziest year ever. And I was having, I was not okay. I was sitting down in bed most of the day. I'm not, I'm a really active person. So I just needed to hear people talk. I needed to connect with people again and not just wait for the world yeah. to get quote unquote back to normal, whatever the fuck that is. Right. Yeah. What is normal? We don't know. <sighs> yeah. I feel you. That fucking crushes. It, it's it's definitely something that makes me feel free, and sometimes I will try to overthink it in terms of like, oh, it's not. I'm not. It's not big enough. It's not blowing up enough. And then when I just like think about the very direct experience of recording one, I'm just like, oh, I, it connects me to somebody, mm-hmm. and that and that I love, mm-hmm. and it like it opens up conversations that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I also. Like, really do need some sort of space to just be, like, even if it is just, like, just yeah. for some reason that is important to for me sure. feeling free. For <laughs> sure. So, do you ever feel like some days you're just in a really odd mood and then you just, you have a podcast recording with someone and it just can change your day? Like, you can, you come out of the recording and you're like, oh, fuck, I can breathe again. Like, I... Remember what it feels like to run into someone and have like a really connective conversation. I remember what it feels like to virtually hug, like not even virtually, but like hug someone and hold someone near and dear to my heart and learn something and just connect and not just be in my room wondering what the meaning of life is all by myself. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is nice to to talk. Yeah, it's good. It's a good time. It's a good time. How is your day going today? I am having a weird day to say. Yeah. To be truthful, I <laughs> I love that. Um, Hell yeah. We did big rock on horns for everyone at home mm. listening. <laughs> yeah, I just... Please do it wherever you are. <laughs> I I don't know. It's just one of those days. I don't really have anything, any way to make it sound more profound than what it is. It's just one of those days Some days is weird. F- fuck yeah. And I think more specifically one of the reasons why it is weird is cuz I don't have a place of my own right now. I'm living with my parents. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. It's a lot to be a 24-year-old woman and feel like I'm coming into this place where I'm fully feeling the power of my identity and the power of what it means to just like connect with myself while also being in this stagnant space. Literally, I am in this space of being this childhood version of myself in my household. And that tension mm-hmm. is just fucking insane. Sorry, I am cussing a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot. Straight up, no worries. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to ha- I'm gonna be broke after this podcast <laughs> with the fines I have to pay. But like, <laughs> it's all right. I'm already in the red. So like, let's fucking go down with the ship, you know? Also, you can like. <laughs> bleep me out with a cute cow sound I would be totally fine with that just every time just to moo (laughs) that might be fun but no I don't 
I don't, uh, I don't even care about <laughs> swears and stuff because I'm just a chill guy. You are but a chill I, guy. I hear you in terms of not, hey, thanks. <laughs> you too. Um, yeah, I haven't lived with my parents in a minute. Mm-hmm. It's been, I've been lucky in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely, it, that definitely affects my sense of self. For and sure. It's like always a challenge to maintain my sense of self Mm -hmm. around my parents Mm -hmm. let alone living with them yep and not having speaking of like feeling free and stuff yep not having the a space to yourself can really interfere with that absolutely and it's just this uh really delicate dance i play of choosing when i'm going to be certain people it's, yeah. it's very eye-opening. I love the evolution of it. I love that I'm growing. I love that I'm challenging myself endlessly through this process. But some days, I'm just like, God fucking damn it, get out of my room. Like, I want to be naked, put a face mask on, light up a J, and just chill. Like, everyone get out. I don't want to hear you in the <laughs> other room. I just want to be alone. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. What? That sounds like such a glorious time. <laughs> What, I, yeah, I, I, I guess that it is the question I was about to ask of, like, what are the um, ways that you do make that in your own life? Like, you, especially right now where you can't be like, I'm just going to go to a coffee shop or, like, I'm going to go somewhere else. It's like most of those places <laughs> are very dangerous. I know, now. right? What a life we're living. What are you doing? You have a routine. You wake up. You do the same thing. You do a different thing. Yeah. I love that question because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. How do we create structure and routine in this life right now? Um, And I have actually the past two weeks, I've been waking up with the sun and I leave my blinds open and I just let the sun hit me like directly in the face, just like slap me. But it's the most beautiful slap ever. And I love listening to the birds in the morning. And I, I have this concept that even if you live alone, the morning is the most giving time in terms of like, that is your time. And so I've been trying to yeah. spend more time with myself, some very quality time with myself, drinking my tea free of distraction in the morning to just set that intention. Yeah. And then I just get into work and I just work all day till my eyes bleed. And then I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so the morning what is really powerful. What rocking these days? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Everything before bleeding eyes yeah. <laughs> is very nice. Um, so I'm a f- I'm a freelancer. I before COVID, I was working. I was managing a restaurant and working at this god awful institution yeah. called Brandy Melville. Fuck that place. Still in the red with the cuss words. Mm. Whatever. That one was worth it. Um, and <laughs> I basically just during COVID just decided I'm not going to be <laughs> working for people that I don't agree with anymore, like, that don't fulfill me. I just Fuck yeah. needed that decision in my life. And I... Very inspiring. Decided to freelance, even though technically freelancing right now honestly just feels like I could say that I'm unemployed. So the work that I am doing right now is just, I do my podcast, I do, you know, Instagram, anything and everything I can to just plug and get the word out and just make those connections. But I have a little freelance gig... Yeah. That I do social, I run social media for this small e-commerce shop in San Francisco, which is fun. 
but not the most financially, you know, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I mean? Like, we would love to make yeah. a little bit more money back in. But I'm getting that there. Is, I'm getting I there. remember being in high school and like, I was just like, man, everyone's going to go down these paths and just like, you know, make a ton of money. I actually don't even care about that stuff. I just want to rock. And that's what I really care about. Now I'm like a yeah. little bit older and that is still my goal. And I, I, I think there's like a purity there, which rocks, yeah. Yeah. but also boy, oh boy, is it nice. Uh, you know, yeah. ha- being able to pay your rent and yes. having clothes <laughs> and then like, you know, being able to like, yeah, uh, buy stuff, buy snacks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I feel you. I feel you. Snacks, watch a movie, not freak out. Yeah, for sure. Just live this life and this capitalistic fucking life because it's not going away. It's going to be here staying. So how can we survive? How can we live our lives the most fulfilling as possible with, you know, everything else that's going on in this world? Also, the time that we are coming into the world. I mean, I graduated a year ago, I think. What is even time? I, yeah. This is a crazy time to be coming into life to be able to claim financial independence. And this is something I'm always talking to myself. Like, don't be in a rush, yeah. Isabella. Take a <laughs> breath. Like, you you are in a global pandemic right now. It is okay if you yeah. are questioning how to be a poet in 2021. That's fine. <laughs> Just take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. It's, do you identify with the generation? Like, hmm. you feel like millennial or Gen Z? Are you feeling between? What's your? That's a great question. What's your generation, That's dog? A gr- <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I feel like an alien, honestly. I feel like that's what I identify with. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Sam. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I... Parts of it, yes, and parts of it, absolutely not. Like TikTok trends, I think that's maybe something that our generation does. I don't do that. I I like to watch dog videos, but I I don't really fall in line with like a lot of the things that are generation is defined by and but i totally do you know it's this weird tension but yeah i feel like an alien when you're saying our generation you may i guess i'm i guess there's only two we qualify for yeah i yeah millennial millennial or or gen z i feel like i'm i'm the the last millennial (laughs) yeah same same same. i'm on like the cutoff zone are you 1996 i'm 1996 95 okay so you're one year older than me cool whatever (laughs) you're the pig Gen Z or then? Damn. I don't, dude, I don't know. Like, this is my question. I also have a neighbor that's 23, but he also, like, identifies as a millennial. Maybe we just, just let the people decide who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm obsessed with trying to figure it out. Um, it's kind of what life is, right? But we just are obsessed with trying to figure it out. So, it makes sense. <laughs> That's just, like, your thing. That's, like, your one thing. I'm trying to figure out how to spend my day 
looking at like breathing instead of spending my day just questioning what it is to be alive. You're spending your day being like, hey, are you a Gen Z or a millennial? Like, which one do you want to be? And honestly, yours is way more wholesome than mine. (laughs) (laughs) This is, for the record, all I do all day. (laughs) I call up my friends and I ask them that question. (laughs) I feel like I just pigeonholed you. That's really not what I think about you. (laughs) No, no, that's that was the joke I was doing. I was, I took it there. Totally good. Great. (laughs) I think in terms of like as someone who also freelances and and, and is trying to fill up their day and struggles with that Mm -hmm. I I really just I like how on your podcast you really talk about it in terms of capitalism and, and I wish that I had more um knowledge to articulate specifically how musicians and songwriters mm. or whatever creative types, like I wish I knew kind of what was happening in the world of legislation that allows for, which I, I, I wish I like very accurately could diagnose systemically the issue that I have. Like I just have very like general, yeah, big company bad vibes, Honestly, you know? same um, though. I don't think we're supposed to know. I don't think they important. want us to know. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Yeah. It's very, it's in their interest for us not to know. Oh, for sure. They're like, yeah, we want these people numb. We want these people sad. We want these people to consume. <laughs> the thing I think that like gets me, because it's like, hey, I don't need to be the richest guy. For sure. I'm chilling. For sure. Give me a good lunch. Yeah. And I'm chilling. Same. All I really want is a plot of land. That's like it. I want to just like have a little plot of land. (laughs) Cute little farm. Small though. Can we just have a plot of land, please? (laughs) Sorry, but I I totally cut you off. Go on. No. Zoom, it, it is really hard to do the podcast over Zoom, I've found, because it's just really hard to... No one's like, I feel like I'm interrupting all the time. So it's, I feel like it is partially the platform. Yep. Um, fuck Zoom. But I guess I just want to say that, yeah, fuck Zoom. <laughs> I want to say that, like, the fact that somebody else, like, that, that there are systems in place that reward, uh, like, like companies that profit off of creative energy, like a YouTube or a Spotify or something, mm-hmm. but are not supportive of the people creating those things, even though they that's part of their brand. Yep. They're like not, they're taking user content, selling ads, making money off of it. Mm-hmm. And they like, the narrative of me feeling like, oh, not okay with asking for money for my thing or like, oh, I don't need to make money because I just like, just want to make art. Yep. Like, that doesn't just exist in my world. That's like, oh, they're going to make all of my money. For sure. (laughs) Or like, whatever. (laughs) You know, not that there isn't like a version of that that is like a symbiotic healthy thing or whatever, but it's just, yeah. there's a lot of, uh, there's not a supportive model in that big way right now. No. And like, I that that's where it's like, well, hold on. 
if you're it's it it's a it's if no one's if no one's making money whatever yeah <laughs> but like if you're making it hey that's for me <laughs> hey but that's the thing even thinking about a, a, a platform like Instagram right they profit off of us continually posting what we're posting even if it's a picture of our latte or the sky. The more interactions, the more users, the more everything that they have, they make the money off of that. And you're working for free. So it's no surprise that when creators and creatives of all identities, when they want to advocate for themselves to say, hey, actually, you know what? My time is worth X, Y, and Z to a corporation. It feels so anxiety-inducing because you're just expected to constantly be living this life by just giving away your free labor. And that's a big realization I've had this past year. I'm just like, damn, why don't I advocate for myself? Oh, wait, let me look at the systems at large. Oh, this makes sense. Like, I'm not going to put all of this blame on just my individualism. Like, there's more shit going on in this world. That's why I back people so hard when they just can come up in the spot and be like, this is how much I'm worth. Take it or leave it. I'm like, damn, how did you get there? Like, teach me everything that you know, because I just I want to be that that badass i want to be that like woman with a suit on being like nope this is who i am this is my price name take it or leave it you don't i don't need you you need me exactly exactly actually i was gonna call my podcast that i heard this 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 is what i yes that was uh, the the uh, original potential title yes yeah that was it that rules i went a little softer though (laughs) i had to (laughs) whatever i (laughs) How is it? How has it been making your show in terms of like the idea you had in your head before making it, and now mm. having done <clears throat> um, six, seven? H- how many episodes have you done? Six I or seven? I have six up, but I've recorded eight. Then we have two more coming out. Um, that's such a good question. I would say that it's very close because. There was a whole process of, you know, coming up with it, as I know you relate to, because you probably had the same process when you were creating yours. But I just wanted to give people a space. That's literally what the name came down to, because I was really wanted to go specific with it and say, um, and make it about money and being a creative and how we can have more financial independence and how you're surviving. And I was like, actually, no, <laughs> I want to be able to give people space what in whatever pl- like place they are in their life right now and just give them this home so to speak to just speak as vulnerably as possible and it has been that it really has it has even been that for myself at times and I'm very grateful for myself for creating that space for myself I just said for myself like eight times yeah. but <laughs> say love no but that's that's beautiful it's- that <clears throat> I'm curious, like, I was thinking about this yesterday. We both make things where we kind of work on them in private for a while and then share mm-hmm. some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I'll, I'll write however many songs and then, like, pick the best one yep. and then, like, work on it for, like, a while yep. and then put it out. Yep. And podcasting, it's like not like that. Podcasting is like you put every you I you put out pretty much all of them that you make. Yes. And like I feel like there is as just like a fan of podcasting 
it's not like a thing where it's like, oh yeah, I made like a hundred podcasts and I only released one. Yes. It's like, there is like a thing where like, and I feel like my favorite podcasts where it's just like, oh man, there's something about it being there for me every week Mm -hmm. that I love. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I, there is that, that space to be able to just like find it as you go. And like, there, there are times where I'm just like following a podcast that just started and they're like figuring it out and I'm like this this rules I'm like on your side and it just feels like there's so much more r- just in terms of yeah the one to one every one of it you make you put out yeah <laughs> and so like the only way to practice doing it is like to to do it yeah and put it out yeah I feel I you. don't know it's no. just a, it's just funny how that process of making podcasts compared to making poem or making yeah. song or no. making other art thing that's such a good thought to have surrounding podcasting. Is I'm I didn't even think about that because with poetry and with that's really funny this book in front of me because you asked me your to book, read a poem. Your poetry book, <clears throat> but with writing one of your poetry books, Hours Inside Out, the second book that came out, it was such a process of um how can I say this? Like I had to sculpt my thoughts almost to make them work in this streamlined process so that I could write the poem in these parameters that I had imagined. Cause that's what it felt for me to be creating that vision and switching right. gears from working on that project to then starting a podcast is so different because when I think of an idea for a podcast, mm. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll sit down for an hour and uh, I'll journal about it. And then I'll sit down for another hour and I'll record it and then I'll edit it. And then it'll be live in a week. Like it's such a fast turnaround. And I love that juxtaposition of having those different types of projects in my life where I learn about the really slow process and I'm also learning about the really fast process Mm. and it's really nice to learn Mm. from both. Like, it's it's very eye-opening. Whoa. Damn. That was so beautifully put. What is your poetry process like? Um, good question. Don't have one right now. (laughs) I have... Respect. Yeah. Fuck! I haven't been writing right now, um... A lot, to be honest. I've been journaling and... Same. Me neither. I just don't... I haven't even been reading poetry, if I'm being completely honest. I just... I feel like poetry and I are really good friends. Like, we definitely love each other. We fell in love. We have this lifelong bond. But right now, we just need a break from each other. We just need to let each other live these different lives and when we come back together it's going to be explosive but in this moment i just need Mm. to let it breathe and i need to let myself breathe um but when i did have a poetry process it was obsessive and dedicated and tenacious and lovely and i loved it in that moment but i also am not someone to force myself maybe that is not the best quality to right. have as a writer maybe i should be more like stephen king and wake up every morning at the crack of dawn and dedicate three hours to writing but i'm just not that kind of person i just like to live my life a little bit more intuitively and give myself breath when i need it yeah that sounds like really gentle and beautiful and i feel like so often we're- the space I'm in, I'm like, I should be a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. And it's like, just so sick to be like, wait, what if that's not the best? What if the way that I am is 
is working for me. For sure. You know? And like, that's my, that's my path. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it comes down to comparison for me because I spent so long wanting to be validated as a writer within this community. I felt so long wanting to be, be able to validate myself at the end of the day. Cause it's really what it is. And yeah. I think the most powerful thing that last year taught me is that I'm only in comp- competition with myself. And when I just let myself, if I just talk to myself and say, hey, hey, guy, like, no one's a winner here. We're all just trying to better ourselves. These, This is me in, in a room with mm. all of my different identities talking, having a conversation. There's like yeah. nine or ten hey of guy. us. Hey, guy or guys, let's just, uh, let's all just take it easy. Let's all just take a break and breathe. And when it feels right, it'll happen. But let it let it go. Like just calm the fuck down. <laughs> mm. You know. Totally. Yeah. That fucking rips. <laughs> I also loved what you were saying earlier about, like, yeah, just structuring your day and like, that's something I've also been thinking about in terms of. Hey, whenever like like. Even, like, ideally, if I get to pursue creative projects till the end of time Mm -hmm. and, like, make it in my mind, Mm -hmm. that whatever that version of that thing is, Mm -hmm. it's still going to be me, like, scheduling my time. (laughs) It's still going to be, like, me trying to fill up my day and, like, like, even though, even though, even though, like, if the things get different or, like, the projects get, like this one is for more money or something like that, or I get busier or whatever. Yeah. Or become more successful in my mind. Yeah. It's like the, 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 the process of like, okay, I got to wake up, work on this. Then I got to take a break. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, that's not going to like change. And I think sometimes I think that it is going to change. Like, Oh, right now I'm just sort of like kind of fucking, uh, just scraping it together. And like, then one day, It'll all, it'll all be like perfectly set in motion and I'll just get to ride the ride. Yeah, that's... And I don't think that's true. That is <laughs> so, so true. We have, and I'm saying we as in... I'm saying us. I'm going to say us. I'm going to group you into this us. right now. It's us. I feel like as... Hey, guy. <laughs> you're in the room with me and my identities. It's Mackin and it's like 12 Isabellas yes. and we're just all hanging. Me, 12 Isabellas. <laughs> Um, nice new podcast I feel like we have this idea of when I get here this will happen when this happens this will happen and it's like no that's really not how life how life works really like you just have to seize the day and that's why I've been trying so hard to have that routine because if I can cultivate that during a year where it feels like every single day something new traumatic happens because it's really what what has been going on if I can buckle down and get very serious with myself and stay dedicated to goals that are very simple that make me feel very good then I can withstand a lot I can get through a lot with myself and managing my own time because time is such a resource and I truly feel like when you're feeling bad I'm gonna say when I'm feeling bad time is something that I don't really see the the beauty in I kind of am just careless with my mm. time which is okay as well you know no shame in that we ride our waves we live our life and we go through things to go through them and learn from them but 
when you're in the, on the other side, you're like, oh, wait, I could have been doing X, Y, and Z to make that day better. I'm going to try to do that now that I'm feeling mm. better. <laughs> I've never thought about that before, and it just immediately hits me as, like, so accurate in terms of, like, my relationship to time fundamentally mm-hmm. changes so much based on whether I'm feeling like depressed or yeah. inspired or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought about it in terms of relationship to time. Yeah. It's true. It's really true. A day can feel like a year or a minute. I think about time so much. Both of the books that I've written are both Hours Inside Out. Are both about time. But it's so it's also mm. so cliche because poets in time, it's like like, can you talk about something else other than the weather and the seasons and time? I can't. I. It's so wild to me that we somehow have, like, decided as a society that talking about the weather and, like, dreams is boring because those are, like, two of the craziest, I know. most fascinating, bonkers shit of all I time. Know. And it's somehow, like, and the only boring reason to talk why? about. It's like... There's a fireball in the sky, and I saw my dead dog in my head last night. <laughs> like, and I can't tell you about it. Wow, I love that. That's so true. And the only reason why I had that thought in my head while I was saying that, like, oh, I love to write about time, is because I'm thinking about all the academic papers I've read, read while I was at USC, being like, poets, man, they are always writing about time, like. No, 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 no. When they, is that true? Yeah. This is something I'm not aware Fuck, of. Fuck no. Like, and even one of my friends, who I'm not going to name, um, she's always harping on how poets are always writing about certain subject matter, which, like, that's totally, she's totally entitled to that opinion. Like, we're, we all have opinions. They're right. like assholes. Like, we just all have them. But for me, like, if I want to write about... I don't have one. <laughs> if I want to write about Sorry, time, like, I'm just going to... I have no but. You have no butt. Please continue. You just poop out of your mouth. No, that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> like a clean adult. <laughs> that was the best. Sorry, I interrupted that a smart, cool point. No, 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 no. no. I loved it. Interrupt. It's fine. I was done. It is like so wild. Like, because sometimes I'll get in my head about as a maker of things. Like, you want to, you want to subvert the form. You want to do something interesting, mm-hmm. and. But, like, sometimes it's like, hey, you know, we're talking about time because it's important to talk about. Yeah. Or, like, oh, I'm putting drums in my song. Guess what? Most songs have drums in them. Yeah, it's really cool to have a song without drums in it. Yeah. Or, like, there's a lot of songs that are like that, too. But also, like, I I think sometimes when I'm I'm thinking about creating something, I'm like, I have to destroy... I have to destroy the form. Yeah. And it's like, you can still, you can still do the form, you know, you can still do like notes and melodies and words like. (laughs) For sure. That's the thing. You're not going to escape. Sometimes it's, it's like, I feel like it's misplaced energy in my head where I'm like, every song has words. What am I going to do with this one? It's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. (laughs) I think that's like one of the pressures of being a contemporary artist is that we're under so much pressure to constantly be reinventing what it is to create something. And that's also another reason why I feel like people encounter maybe making that less dramatic. I have encountered writer's block is because I'm like, how am I ever going to recreate the the idea of what a poem is? Like, what am I going to do? It's 3am and I haven't smoked enough weed (laughs) to get me there. Like, no, just dude, just 
write what you're feeling sometimes. Like, just give yourself that freedom. It's totally okay. Right. And maybe it would be inauthentic to, like, if you were thinking about time and, and wanting to write about it, it would be maybe inauthentic to ignore that because yep. you're like, oh, everybody does that. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I think it's really weird because I was... Have you seen the movie Malcolm and Marie? No. Mm. Tell me about this movie. It's on Netflix. It's. I watched it yesterday. It was very interesting. It was a very interesting movie. A lot of thoughts about film specifically, like what it is to be a director right now, a movie maker. And there was this one line where he was... the the, the This doesn't give away the, the movie, by the way. Um, the director is talking about how authenticity is not something that's... cool to have as an artist like authenticity is not hard to have it's not a skill it's not a a mechanism of film that's like noteworthy and I was like god fuck this guy like authenticity to me as an artist is so important like I I just I I felt myself just rejecting the words as he was saying him but also being like okay that's kind of an important point I get I get your point I'm listening to it but I disagree completely (laughs) Because what are we? What yeah. are we if we aren't authentic? You know? What the hell are we? We're aliens. <sighs> aliens. <laughs> I want to know so badly what it was like to podcast with your partner. It was such a treasure to listen to it. I didn't get through the whole thing. Um, I want to listen. I'm going to listen to the rest mm-hmm. of it. But it's, it's a thing that I've heard on a few podcasts yeah. that I like so deeply appreciate and it's just such a like beautiful fun window mm-hmm. into obviously like a podcast can get close to what it would be like to not be on a podcast and just like a conversation yeah but it's like it, it's like a it's like a very special dynamic that i don't think is able to be captured really anywhere else totally like specifically po- like a podcast it's just like I'm like I'm never gonna get to like hang out with this couple and like <laughs> see how they yeah. like f- like talk to each other and stuff like even though it's like obviously there's stuff that's not on the podcast for but sure for sure I it's mean just, it's a special thing that I as a fan of podcasts I've enjoyed and I'm curious what it was like doing it yeah it was so cute and intimate and I felt so connected to him after we recorded that episode because we also drank some beer while we recorded which was really nice and it was a blast i loved it (laughs) yeah it was it brought me a lot of joy (laughs) yeah it was also like i really don't like to play into this performative nature of because i am part of how do i say this i feel like i've seen other instagram girls do podcasts because I'm not saying that I'm an Instagram girl but like people who see me as an Instagram girl I've seen them do episodes with their partner and it's just like so performative I'm like dude you don't really talk to each other like this like come on and so when Phil and I sat down I was like I'm gonna just be try to be exactly who I am we're in a room alone because we have a very um argumentative relationship but not in the negative aspect like we just are very opinionated person people and i don't like we we hit we we butt heads and i i love that about our relationship so it was really fun and 
just nice to be able to get to know each other on a deeper level while also recording it and being true to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I just really, I just, it was really touching and like, I'm, I haven't been in a relationship in a really long time Mm -hmm. and I like sometimes judge that pretty hard about myself. Yeah. And it's like, it is like work to just like not just be like, hey, that's just what it is right now. For that's sure. It's not on the menu right now, dog. For sure. <laughs> There's like plenty of other stuff going on. Yeah. Bef- um, before Phil, and sometimes I, I will try to like. Yeah. Yeah. Before Phil, I hadn't been in a relationship since high school. And that's like, that's over four years? Probably over four years. Yeah. So maybe more like three. It's very hard to remember. Time is so difficult these days. But yeah, I I feel you. Up, I yeah. feel you so hard on the like judging yourself in that in that area because yeah, like, I th- this part of my life is not valid. This doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until I'm like dating. For what? sure, for sure. It it can be a lot to grapple with. And I was really down on love when I met. Like, I was like, this is never going to work for me, especially because the person that I was trying to date previous to Phil, it was a catastrophe, the situation we were in, and so heartbreaking. So when I met him, I was just like, what are your intentions? Because I'm fucking done with this shit. Like, we're either, you're either down to be monogamous, because that's really what I'm looking for right now, or like you're gonna waste yeah. my time. I know that sounds can, can can sound really harsh, but I wanted. I knew what I wanted, and took that me a lot to get rocks. there. Yeah. I mean, like, because what else are we doing? You know. Really, <laughs> but I know what I want. You know what you want. Like, why don't we just talk about it? Just tell me what your intentions are. Yeah, can we just say it, and then if it's different, we can go somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it's different, like, let's navigate that, but let's get it out of there. Like, why are we playing yeah. games? Why are we pretending like this isn't what's actually going on inside of our heads right now? Yeah, so I feel yeah. I feel you, and I'm sending you my love. Oh, I appreciate that. And I it's, see you. I br- hey, oh, I feel seen. <laughs> I, and I feel that love, and I love it. And I'm sending you my love back, and I... I bring that up as to say, like, I'm also listening to this Australian couple, this, like, comedy couple. Like, they have a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called BigSoftTitty.png. And it's a challenging podcast to recommend because of <laughs> because of the title is wild. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. It's, it's the funniest, it's the funniest, it's the funniest thing. It's my favorite thing right now. Mm-hmm. And it's also, like, they're also in love with each other and they live together and they're both hilarious comedians mm-hmm. and they're just trying to make each other laugh and also roasting each other mm-hmm. and like yes anding each other and and then there's also like all these sweet moments and I guess like in a time where it feels like intimacy is very far removed from my life yeah. I guess as a podcast fan when you can get that like parasocial thing going yeah totally it's just like it's very sweet and touching just to like just to witness it yeah. on a podcast. And I got that from y'all's podcast as well. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah. Like it's just nice to chill in this podcast for a sec. For sure. And and intimacy is like such a such an underrated part of life, I feel as though. Like there's so much other parts of relationships that are out there that I think are broadcasted by mass media 
more than just the feeling of being so unfiltered and being accepted and loved for that. Like there are so many intimate moments that I've shared dating during a pandemic that I'm like, I feel so weird. What is a body? What is this? But also I am vulnerable and raw in this feeling. And the fact that you can share this with me right now is so special and fleeting. And I'm just going to take advantage of it because before we know it, it it could all be gone because life is so goddamn short. Mm. That rips. <laughs> Earlier, you were saying, do you think of yourself as an Instagram person? You, you were saying yeah. that before, making that distinction as not that. I'm curious what it is, how that, how that plays into your life. Yeah, I love that you picked up on that because that was such a weird, uh, layered comment. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what how Instagram plays into my life. I know that I love connecting with people. I know that I love being able to have communal spaces. I know that I love being able to shout out other artists and also, you know, make some art in the process. But there's so much weirdness surrounding being specifically a white woman on an Instagram platform, having an Instagram platform mm. and how you use that that space because it's a problematic experience at points when you don't use your platform in the right way. So I don't really know what my relationship with Instagram is. I don't really know Mm. if I consider myself an Instagram girl. I know that some people look at me and probably place that onto me, which totally can call upon the Art of Doubt podcast that I recorded where I talked about my experience growing up and being an Instagram person and sharing my writing through Mm. Instagram specifically and what that felt like. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But I also want to call back the comment I made. And I like, I want to be really soft and act like I don't judge people when they put things out because that sucks. But also there are things that people do put out. And I'm like, this is so fake. Like, fuck, this is fake. I wish I wish this was yeah. more real. I wish like I'm not saying don't create, but you can just tell when it's not coming from that raw place inside of them, you know? And that's like what I want to do with my life. Yeah. So but they can they can make what they want. Love send in love to them. <laughs> no hate. Yeah. Well there is like really I feel like being a, a creative person, like you can really do like constructive criticism yeah in terms of like oh i didn't like that way that that felt i'm gonna try to make something that that feels yeah the way that i want it to feel yeah for sure i'm like that that see you see you later cynicism for for sure you know for sure <laughs> it's just hard because i i don't ever want to make people feel bad f- with the opinions i have but also there are opinions that i have that i'm like that wasn't good that was not good. You could have done better. These are the reasons you could have done better. If I have constructive criticism, like I'll mm. come with some points. But yeah, sometimes right. I just filter myself. And I'm like, don't say that, Isabel. I don't hurt people's feelings. But like, sometimes be better, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's really tricky to be patient with yourself and like allow yourself to fuck up and grow, but also... And it sounds like what you're doing is like thinking a lot about like, oh, I like I want to try to do this with like thought and intention. For sure. And that's amazing. People's feelings are very important. And 
it's a lot to be a creative person and put yourself out there and be vulnerable and create what you create, but there's always room to grow. There's always room to grow and mm. better yourself. So yeah, I just try to be empathetic and remember that <laughs> when I make those comments. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's appreciated. Yeah. I'm thinking about our, we've been talking a little bit about like performance and authenticity and I, I think I'm fascinated with the like, because we are, I feel like our conversation would be different, might be very similar, but I feel like it would be different if we weren't, if we weren't on a podcast right now. And like, mm. I, part of me, like, there's like yeah. a young part of me that like really resents that. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, like that's bullshit. Yeah. That's fake. Don't be fake. Yes. And then there's another part of me that's like, yeah, but like, are there some conversations that are, I guess as a person, a person that is very personal on the internet very often, yeah. I'm like, oh, is there, I think there for a lot, uh, sometimes it was because like I had no other space to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as I found other spaces to do that, I still think it is valuable sometimes to do it mm-hmm. here. Um, and then I, there are some times where I'm like, oh, is it not useful to do it here? Or like, is are there mm-hmm. advantages to this being like a performance? Mm-hmm. A performance feels weird, but I just mean like the fact that this yeah. is like a show yeah. and we like made this time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we're like the intention of it. Yeah. Totally. I don't know. Like, it's, you're it's, like, a, it's just like a, it's a wacky yeah. difference. You you're know? like breaking the third wall of the podcast right now. You're saying like... <laughs> You're like looking over. It's on my mind. Yeah, to the camera, and you're like, "Would this be different if we weren't on camera?" You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm trying to get close, but also like the fact that it is a podcast allows it to be this other thing, and like that can be really cool mm-hmm. that we couldn't get in just a private chat. Yeah, and also same with private chat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Even if they're even if they're close. Yeah. And I'm curious what you think about this. No, I mean that totally calls on the op- the opinion I just shared that I felt awkward about because I don't want to make people who are listening feel bad if they feel like they are Instagram girls putting stuff out that feels inauthentic. You know, I don't want to make those people feel bad because they're living an experience on this earth too and who am I to f- say if that they can and can't do that you know i'm just this person i don't Mm. want to shame that experience but if we were alone right now having this conversation i would probably express that opinion a lot more colorfully to you i would probably fully go in and maybe give you some examples but like i'm not gonna do that i'm sorry so yeah Yeah. there maybe are some respect yeah yeah there maybe are some points where I censor myself right. and maybe you censor yourself or like we up the ante on certain parts of who we are, but that's entertainment, right. you know, that's, that's why we consume yeah. certain things It's because we want to be tantalized in those ways. And I think that's, yeah. I think that's okay. I think that we all put on a show even for ourselves sometimes. Yeah. And we, the, the thing is though, is that our mm. intention is to be authentic. Right? Uh, I don't know if I agree with that opinion. Yeah. But a th- food for thought. <laughs> Thanks for for chewing on it with me. It's an ongoing investigation in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited that there's somebody else <laughs> on a similar path. I think about that. that compare notes with. I think about that idea every single time I record a podcast. I really do. I'm like, is this... It's not the same exact thought that you, like, just shared, but it's, like, 
How、mm. is my? I I really try to push away from that. I'm like, just say it, say it as if you were say it to yourself. Don't hold back. Don't filter yourself. That's literally what my last episode was. I was just like, get it out. Yeah. And hell yeah, it's something I feel like I'm just pushing against all the time, but it's there. And also, sometimes you just gotta、yeah. embrace it. You know. Totally, and I do feel like the answer is probably different for everyone. Yeah, and it's okay if it changes. Like it's okay if I was comfortable sharing something in the past, and it doesn't feel right for me right now. Yeah, or something like that. We evolve, we adapt, we change. That's okay. <laughs> Isabella, what are you fucking with these days? What am I fucking with? I don't know.、Um, I have been fucking with. Shitty TV, Cheetos, hot Cheetos. I can't tell you. Should I tell you? I'll tell you. <laughs> It's so、Respect. embarrassing, but I say. As、it. someone who like watches, I watch a lot of bad stuff. Sick. Okay, I have、This、been is a, watching. A non-judgmental question. I have been watching Dawson's Creek on Netflix. Hell yeah! I've never seen Dawson's okay, Creek. It's just like a soap opera. Honestly, I judge myself、Word. that I watch it. Um, I was a big fan of the OC as a kid. I watched it with my sisters. It from like peripherally, it feels like like a, like a predecessor to that. Mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. are those in the same vein, or am I fully off? No, no, no. It, I didn't watch the OC. Is OC the one with Lauren Conrad? No. No, that's the Hills. The Hills. Okay, fuck. The OC was a drama, but it was very like、oh. it was basically the drama version of that reality show. Yeah. That Lauren Conrad was on. Yes. Okay. So it was like a scripted program. Dawson's Creek is、uh, like Friends, but the high school version of that in the early two、okay. thousands. So it's is it like on a is it like filmed in front of a live studio audience? Yes. No. 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 Not、Whoa. a live studio. Not a live studio.、Oh. But it's funded by a studio. It's like a big production that they. Word, word,、Put、word,、on. but it's not like a, a multicam, like no. It's oh my god, it's Dawson! Yay,、yeah. we're all clapping for Dawson. <laughs> Honestly, that would make it so much worse. I'm really glad that it doesn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> word, word, word. So yeah, I'm fucking with bad TV, hot Cheetos, but also on the flip side of that, a lot of water. Going on more walks, and am I answering this question right? Is this like what people、this、usually say to this? Okay. <laughs> I a little peek behind the curtain. I, I you absolutely nailed the question. Okay.、Cool. I'm trying to find the shortest way to ask this question,、um, rather than like, what art and entertainment have you been enjoying recently, or like, what culture have you been in, like ingesting and enjoying, and like, what have you been listening to, and like, what it, like video games have you been playing, and like, I think there's so it's so I've really can't. I haven't found like the shortest way to say no, it yet. No, that was、so、really great. Been, I love the way you did it too because it was really like this was the first time、me. I've tried, and I was like, <laughs> "What am I fucking with? I need to find the list." And you did. You did great. You did great. That's ex- and it's that's the exact answer I was looking for because it's like, hey, you, you got to tell me about the TV that you're digging, hot che- the snack you're enjoying, and like some like. Just like routine things of just、yeah. like a lot ha- drinking a lot of like that's exact that's all the stuff I wanted to know for sure. So for sure, successful segment. I will say though, I do need new music. I feel like I should hit you up for that though, because I have not been listening to music as much because I can't find new music. I'm like, where? 
where's the good music? I just, where is it right it's now? It's overwhelming all the time. It is, it is. It's yeah. especially right now because I feel like people aren't putting as much music out. Is that true? Is that, re- re- what do you think about that? Oh God, I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I have a, probably a skewed perspective of that because mm-hmm. I'm like comparing myself to my friends that are releasing stuff mm. because I'm like putting pressure on myself to like finish stuff and release it. So I'm probably, I probably feel like people are releasing stuff yep. more than maybe is true. That's true. Because I'm like, look, everyone's just comparison. Yeah. Shit. But what do you like? What What kind of music are you into? What kind of stuff are you, lately, are you looking for? Lately, I've been craving older music just jiggy jazzy maybe some like funky i want to cook to something that just makes me want to groove like maybe no words and for the podcast isabella's (laughs) got some incredible moves going on (laughs) (laughs) dancing to this hypothetical music to come you know i just want to feel something different while i'm making my vegetable soup I want to groove. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm in Rome. Yeah. It's summer. I'm drinking a very fruity drink, and the sun is beating down on me, and I'm sweating, but I don't give a shit. I'm just, I'm in Rome, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to throw the bitch in there. Every s- no, that rips. I, fuck every Spotify playlist that's like chill indie dinner party. Like it should that should be the new name of like playlists. Is like fuck you, bitch. I'm in Rome. I'm in my kitchen. I'm sweaty as fuck. I'm playing. A, I'm making a vegetable soup, but I'm vibing. <laughs> that full paragraph should be a playlist. We should make title. it. We should make that playlist and and share it with this podcast. Yeah. That would be amazing. That sounds that sounds great. A little collaborative. Playlist, we'll throw tunes on there. I, I might that have sounds... some Rex, honestly. Yeah, let's do that. I'm curious what goes in this vegetable soup of yours. <sighs> There's so many variations. Okay, hot take. I'm a chunky soup kind of person. I'm not like a blended soup person. I want to feel like I'm eating Hello. A, a mouthful. Yeah. So let's yeah, go on the you list. You want to know the the players. Yeah, I want to feel. I want to feel like I'm chewing. I want my soup to be a meal. I don't want my soup to be just another liquid. But no, no shame yeah. on the liquid soup people. Like I'm sure you have your own recipes. I'm sure it tastes great. But like, fuck you, liquid <laughs> soup people. <laughs> this is the line for me. I fucking hate these puree. <laughs> um. Okay. Carrots, celery. Everyone potatoes. else is fine, and I get it, and respect to different approaches. But these soup people—that <laughs> what if that was my battle that I took? What if that was like my stance? <laughs> that was like my one like perspective in this yeah, life. Yeah, that's that the I hill had. you're gonna die on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are those people, though. You know, there are those people who have those very specific opinions, and you're like, that's the the fight Ugh. you're fighting right now, man. Like. Do you what? Hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah. That's your big issue. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. Okay. Soup ingredients. Please continue I'll to tell you. me about I'll your soup. I'll hit you with it. Yeah. So, hit me. We with like this. small, colorful potatoes. The purple potatoes, the yellow mm. potatoes, all the colors in between. Dice some of those up. Mushrooms, yeah. celery, carrots. Maybe some rice if I'm feeling like I want to add a little bit more substance. 
I forget that rice can go in soup. What a fool I am. Um, that sounds so delicious. beans, tomatoes, and it just comes together. You let it, you cook it very slowly on a low heat situation. Get some fresh bread. Put it in. There you go. I realized the other day I haven't had like delicious bread in a long time because mm. I think of like maybe I've had bread on like a sandwich that I'll get like a takeout thing. Mm-hmm. I'm either having like sliced bread in my home, which is good, mm-hmm. but like I feel like I've haven't had like a a freshly baked bakery item For in sure. a long time, or just like a I feel like maybe I'm gonna maybe I gotta go buy a loaf of like a nice loaf. Of bread. Are you on the maybe east I side? Go to a, where do you live right now? I am. Okay. I am indeed. I'm in like Echo Park, Silver Lake. I'm in Echo Park right well, now. Oh my gosh. Um, are we, do we maybe crush a walk sometime soon? I would a love that. Situation? A, yes, or a park hang. That could be nice. Like get some, some brews and just kiggle it. Um, go to Cookbook sounds nice. for your bread needs. Cookbook and Echo Park. Whoa. Really okay. good fresh bread. Probably the best, but I will say that it goes bad in like two days because it's the freshest. Like they don't put anything else in it, and it is right the best. I recommend that ten on ten. Absolutely incredible recommendation. I feel like that I'm gonna treat myself to some nice bread. Yeah, and it's coming up. Uh, I don't. Maybe this isn't true. It's affordable, like two dollar, three dollar bread for like a lot, a lot of bread. I think that's the price of it. I haven't gone there yeah. in a minute. But it's That's good. That's as much as like a your your average store store bought sliced bread loaf. Yeah, right. I feel like. What even is bread these days? Who knows? Hen, what even is bread these days? And we finally <laughs> arrived to the big question of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I want to met... read a poem for you. Yes! I'm gonna throw it out there. This is what I was. This is what I was gonna get to. Okay, amazing. Cool. But, I would but love to hear one of your poems. Say your your antidote though, because I would love to hear that story. It, oh, I was cute. just I was just wanted to talk about how much I like valued the poetry workshops that I got to like take place in. That um, that's like how I met you. Yeah, and like Same. it was just such a valuable thing of just like sitting around, getting to share a poem, or sometimes I'd bring in a song, and just like sitting around and talking about it and mm-hmm. like getting helpful feedback and also just like that support it. I just miss that so much, Same. especially like not being in school. And like, that was such yep. a nice part of going to school yep. for art and getting that kind of feedback yep. and having that conversation all the time. And, uh, I feel like those workshops for me, like after school where it's just like, it was such a helpful reprise of that. And it was so pure and it was so fun and everyone was so nice mm-hmm. and so good. And I felt so inspired all the time. Same. And, uh, fucking just, I love that shit. I miss it every day. I miss that. I miss that feeling of yeah. just being so community. I miss community. I miss people in yeah. communal spaces so much. I miss physical human bodies. Do you miss physical human yeah. bodies? No. <laughs> I am an orb. Gross. <laughs> I don't have a physical human body. You just become an orb on the Zoom. I wish we were all just orbs. Same. <laughs> Kissing but, is gross. What color orb would you be? That's the question. Emerald green. No way. When you were, when I asked, 
asked you that question. Are we the same orb? No, no, no. When I asked you that question, I saw you as a green orb. Like I was like, green is so your color. And then you said green and I was like. Damn. Whoa. That rips. It's honestly because you could collect orbs in this one video game that I used to play called Spyro the Dragon. And they were green orbs. And that's how I think about orbs in my mind. What's the video game called? It's called Spyro, Enter the Dragon. That sounds fun. It rips. And I realized that you were going to share one of your amazing poems, and I started talking about dumb shit. (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. I just, I'm very into, like, dragons, so that sounds cool, but it's fun. It's fun. Really? Um, It's like, he's a small dragon. That's what makes him fun. He's like, he's almost like a dog. He has, like, the vibe of a dog and kind of the, the size and build of a dog. That's so cute. But he runs around. I would love to have it's a pet dragon, fun. honestly, like if that was ever possible. Maybe it's because I love How to Train Your Dragon, like both the series and the movies, because those are the cutest ever. You know, I haven't seen those. It's so cute. But I fuck with dragons. I fuck with cartoon shit. Same. Why haven't I seen this? Same. I've been watching a lot of cartoons during the pandemic because they're so cute and they make me so happy to just see little c- cute pictures. You know, they just talk and you're like, gosh, you're so cute. What a perfect description of cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> Look, good pictures that talk. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So I want to read a poem, but my AirPods, this is technical. Maybe you could cut this out. My AirPods could die while I'm recording. So should I take them out to read the poem so that we can control if they die? Because they made a little sound like five minutes ago. Oh, they give you like a little boop, boop, Yep, boop, yep, yep. Or will that fuck it um, up? Whatever, whatever you feel. We will, we will adjust and, and rock with whatever happens. If they die, they die. Okay. Um, okay. And we can just like, the Zoom will keep going. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll sort out any like potential audio issues okay. that that might create. For sure. Whatever is like easiest and more comfortable for you. Okay, for sure. And then how many poems did you want me to read? Just one? I would I would love to hear truly like can you read you can read just one if you like. Okay, if cool. you want to read as many as three, that could be like a, a just a lovely a lovely time. Okay, cool. Um all right, so I'm going to read I'm gonna read two poems. I'm gonna read two poems. I love it. Um Glorious. From Hours Inside Out. And little backstory, because we love those. This book was written about adolescence, sexual exploration, shame, and disassociation to examine what it means to occupy the body, which really just means Mm. I was confused and needed to use language to make it make sense. (laughs) Mm. All right, so I'm going to read a poem called Tell me again about the summer we had spaghetti legs. I remember walking home with eyes closed and hitting a pole, climbing a fence with my panties in a ball, walking through grass and clinging to the wall and counting feet under a bathroom stall and hearing my father speak Danish and feeling it, never knowing what was inside. Roller bait blades too big, falling on the side, 
walk etched with our names. Remember memory itself, how once it was looking out the window, all before learning the meaning of color by wearing black in the sun and absorbing and pulling blueberries out of my nose and yelling through the sunroof and carving with our fingernails into trees and remember July like a well-waxed seat, sunlight pulling across your torso and waking up to toast and cigars and warm movies and lilies and the TV echoing through me. That is all. <laughs> mm. Wow. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank you. I- what a what a great title! What a great poem! Yeah, it was a. It's such a joy just to like let it wash over me and just like to hear you read your poems. This is this is a true gift. Yeah, it was just a, a poem written on a on a something. I think I wrote that poem in winter about the memory of summer. Yeah. Yeah. July like a well waxed seat. Yeah. Hello. That that line is actually inspired by Vanessa. I don't remember specifically what line. She's just the most inspiring poet, if you ask me. Like, I fucking love Vanessa. Oh. But it was inspired by... She's the greatest, or they're the greatest, excuse me. They're coming on the podcast oh. in a couple of weeks, which I'm hyped oh, on. yeah, that's so exciting. That's yeah. so exciting. I'm hyped. Shout out. Yeah. I can't Vanessa's, wait for that is... episode. Yeah, they roll. They do roll. Um, okay, one more. And then, then that is, that is our time, right? That is our time together. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do tire swing. I'm going to do a dad poem. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a lot as a dad poem, but every relationship is complex, yeah. right? Okay. I'm reaching for the father my father was before he was a father. A man who held my mother's belly and left and drove and slid his tongue like a wedding ring clinging against a pole on sunset. I've watched him hang her off his keychain before. I've seen the drift of his eyes. Tonight feels like Danish summer and sleeping with a sheet over my ears to reach for my father through big hands and pants and ankles and the unloved parts of him, particularly his chest. The hollow of my room is where my father becomes just a man with an unmade bed. And tonight I am not shaving off my lips or imagining the tire swing they could have hung higher than the sun. Tonight, I'm reaching for my father the way I could when he was in every airplane that skid across the sky and left a trail of birds or smudged chalk in a line or bleeding lipstick on a letter I sent this summer that confessed I missed his arms like it was a whisper, like he was a never-lived-through memory or someone I could call to cry. Tonight, I'm reaching for the man I thought I knew, like missing a step or letting the phone go to voicemail. That is all. Mm. Isabel, I can't thank you enough for making time for this podcast, truly. Just to talk and hang, and also sharing your truly amazing poems. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. 
course. Please tell uh, everybody that's listening where they can find your podcast, your your poems. Oh yeah. Where can they where can they connect with you? So and check out what you do. My podcast is available wherever you stream your podcast from. Give space with Isabella Price, and my book is available basically through any distribution place that offers books, like Amazon. Pretty sure Barnes and Noble has it. But I could be completely wrong. But I'm just going to tell you to support independent presses. Go to notacult.media.com. Notacult.media and type in Hours Inside Out and it Word. will be there. That's the most direct, most supportive direct. way. And that's how you support Hell yeah. smaller, smaller artists. Hell yeah. Thanks so much, Isabel. Thanks, I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. I can't wait until I get to hang out with you in person. When it's all good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We got a playlist, and we got a potential uh, walk slash park. I'm down. I'm very down. I'm very down. These things sound extremely nice. Yes. Bye. Bye, Isabel. Thank you. Take care. Sometimes I'll edit. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I've just noticed Catherine's AirPods and then there is Master's AirPods. (laughs) Catherine's my mom. And I don't know why my phone calls my AirPods and my phone Master. I don't know why. It did that itself. I'm not even fucking. Really? That's not a request you put in there? (laughs) No. Damn, that's funny. That's good. It's so weird. Unless, like, I did it. I don't know. It's just, it's. technology man i don't know how to use it no i feel you i'm just i'm just i'm just enjoying it i've decided to start a new podcast that is just (laughs) troubleshooting where me and my friends just try to troubleshoot our devices together (laughs) honestly Um, i would probably listen to that (laughs) we're just like sonos i can't get the sonos on my phone Dude, never. My Sonos never wants to connect to my phone. Can't. I, I get so mad at it. Is it my computer's fault? Like, is my computer just bad? At- no, not at all. Not at all. Your computer's okay. great. I love your computer. <laughs>